the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I am back in the belly of the beast, and to fly through O'Hare is always a real, real plus. When you look at uh, the bathroom at the American Airlines terminal, and there's a hefty bag for a soap dish, $8 billion, $8 billion, there's a fracking hefty bag like some cold water flat in Brooklyn circa 1933. Yeah, it's great. Boy, this Lori Lightfoot, she should win again. Why not? And what's the difference if she doesn't? We see how the Democrats managed to screw up virtually anything. Here in this country, you took a thriving economy. Inflation, 1.2%. And now I have to listen and watch the Federal Reserve throw half of my countrymen into bankruptcy as they are touting consumer spending drops. And that's why the market rallied. Well, consumer spending drops, morons, because 63% of this country can't write a check for $1,000. And that is because of politicians destroying the work environment as they have done again. And yet I've got to hear time in and time out. Kian Pierre, Sideshow Bob. We're seeing almost 11 jobs created under this president. Now, granted, she made a mistake. She was going to use the talking point 11 million jobs. But 11 is probably accurate. When you funge out all of the corruption, all of the waste, all of the companies that have laid off due to Bidenomics, also known as feudalism. And that gave an opportunity for one Donald J. Trump to come out of the woodwork and start running for president, which is a great strategy. He dropped two videos today. Here's one of them. The violent and vicious riots in Atlanta carried out by the anti-police radical left anarchists. Actually, this dropped last night, but I wanted you to hear it are an abomination, and it has to stop. These extremists smashed windows, set fire to a police cruiser, destroyed businesses, laid waste to downtown Atlanta, and were even found carrying explosives. They wanted to kill people. They didn't quite have that opportunity, but they would have, and they wouldn't have lost any sleep over it. Well, you know what that's called in Chicago? Tuesday. This is normal. This is no big deal. I mean, is this a big deal anymore? Where he's got another... uh Another interesting drop is he's talking about building a nuclear defense shield above America. I believe it was called Star Wars. Ronald Reagan did it. I guess it's got to need some be updated because after all, they can't do anything right. And that seems to be the, the, the real pertinent topic, because what we're facing, what no one seems to be talking about is the mayhem and chaos in the former Soviet Union. 
I mean, I guess we could split the countries up, but I don't give a rip. In the meantime, we're $112 billion deep into a government so corrupt that the entire upper echelon is under suspicion, have disappeared, and have absconded with the money, and we're still going to double down on stupid? And then there's what's happening here in this country. Oh, it's true. I know nobody wants to talk about it, but the cartels are destroying Southwest America each and every day. Each and every day. And the drug of choice is a drug that is responsible in one year for twice the deaths in all of Vietnam called fentanyl. And I can't get hardly anybody to talk about it, but when somebody does talk about it, it sounds like somebody who should be talking about it and be in charge of things to me. Uh, We've increased mandatory minimums for both fentanyl and fentanyl analogs. But one of the things we've been seeing, it's very troubling. I mean, they will jam fentanyl into almost anything nowadays. So they'll actually do it uh, and make it look like candy uh, that's been dubbed a rainbow fentanyl. And in just two days in August, Customs and Border Patrol seized more than a quarter of a million multicolored fentanyl pills. And we're going to take action against this because this is really targeting our youngest and most vulnerable kids. Uh, this is not something that you can do and, you know, maybe you have some side effects, but you get over it. I mean, uh, you really could, the lights can go out uh, with these fentanyl overdoses and uh, the chance of a fatality is much higher than with many other drugs. Now, the reason I wanted to play that is that before I left Florida, a cop, a female cop, had overdosed on fentanyl because she touched it with her rubber glove on. You see, I think this is more pertinent than stinky ball peen hammer Pelosi with the drink in his hand and his boxer shorts. Don't worry, I've got the 911 clip that was forced to be released by a judge. It is astonishing if you haven't heard it. We'll get to that. But I want to talk about relevant things. Aside from the inside trading whore politicians who have raped this country for half a billion dollars called Pelosi's. We'll get to those scoundrels later. In the meantime, I want you to hear what it's, what happens when you just touch this drug that is destroying the lives of tens of millions of Americans and killing, directly killing, over 130,000 Americans in one year. Yeah, possible exposure. Tavares police said they're releasing this difficult footage of an officer who is now doing okay as a warning about how dangerous fentanyl can be. Courtney Sullivan with the Tavares Police Department said Officer Courtney Bannock found drugs on a passenger during a traffic stop Monday night. She said she just barely opened it, saw that it was, you know, narcotics, closed it quickly. Sullivan said Bannock wore gloves as she always did. The officers agreed to test the substance back at the department, trying to avoid exposure because it was windy. Next thing you know, you know, she was trying to key up on the radio and you could hear in the radio traffic almost like she was choking. Sullivan said the officers found Bannock in and out of consciousness. They got Bannock out of the car and ran to get the emergency medication Narcan. A small window to get to the hospital and to get the care that you need. Get an answer. The body camera footage shows Officer Bannock reviving, even talking. Not long after, she's passed out again. Three times. It's a miracle that she's alive. It's a miracle. This is what is relevant, and this is what the government needs to protect 
the American citizens against, not help the cartels as they destroy this country. This is topic that should at least be in the forefront of our conversation. But I understand that's not going to be the case, because if that were the case, people all over this country would be rightfully outraged and demand that the government do its job. Instead, let's watch how they really do their job and the kind of clout you really have when you're a part of this oligarch system. Because Paul Pelosi is the example of clout. Take Lee's call right now. All right, I never do this. Lee, Southside. Yes, uh, Sean, I was talking to your screener. Um, you talk about the cartel and the overrun of the southern border. Well, a body was shipped to Chicago today from Mexico with a severed head and a mutilated body. So it's not just on the south southern border. Um, there's been other issues that I really can't discuss over the radio. That have no, Lee, I want to tell you, Chicago. first of all, I want to thank you for calling, because this to me is the most important issue that is destroying the, the quality of life in this country. And as I fly into to Chicago, you see, it's just acceptable now that we're a third world country. And you couldn't have gotten here without the po- politicians helping the cartels, helping the drug dealers, helping the scourge destroy our once great city that you have to be embarrassed to say you're from now. Well, I'll be in Texas and God get willing about two and a half months doing the same job with people who actually care about it. So. Well, in the meantime, you stay safe here. And thank you very much for letting people know, because this story would have gotten squashed like probably so many before. Lee, on the south side, you stay safe. Thank you very much. I really right, appreciate you calling. See, that's what it's like to be on the front lines and not have the support of your government that ironically employs you to keep the people safe, but simultaneously works hand in glove to hamper you and hamstring you so that the cartels run wild. It is an outrage, it is disgraceful, and it is commonplace, unfortunately. Well, I can tell you that we do have cartels here in the Central Valley. Uh, We do have cartel in Tulare County. Uh, I am the vice president of the the California State Sheriff's Association. I meet with the sheriffs uh, on a regular basis. I can tell you cartels are here. Uh, They are here for multiple reasons. And now if you're in Pilsen, you know they're here too. If you're in Melrose Park, you know they're here too. If you're anywhere where a Democrat is in power, that is where they thrive. And until law and order crackdowns happen, it unfortunately will be more of the same. There are some people putting up a fight. It's just not Democrats. It's not in Democrat-run areas. What happens in those areas is if you're connected to politics, you have unlimited clout. Now, this clip that's released by, by a judge... With regards to the Pelosi's, we could talk about this circumstance. I want you to keep in mind, this is four and a half weeks after an accident, a DUI where someone was hurt and he walked. You know the kind of clout you have? Now, why can this happen? And you can get if you can get away with this, this kind of crime, you think it's a leap? To get away with being a cartel member, with being a drug dealer on the corner, it's the same clout. It's just different people, different last names. Please seventy four two thousand twenty two. Oh, I guess I, I guess I, I told them what is it? Eighteen seconds. This is San Francisco Police. Do you need help? Oh, what is the gentleman uh, here just waiting for my wife to come back? Now, guys in the house, you're in your boxer shorts. You have a drink in your hand. We know this from the video that's simultaneously released. He's got a drink in his hand in his underwear. I like to sit around in my underwear, smoke cigars with some casual friends I barely know, but somehow I've gotten into my house. 
In the meantime, listen to the verbiage and realize just how messed up this piece of dung was. Nancy Pelosi. Uh, he's just uh, waiting for her to come back. He's not going to be here for a day, so I guess I'll have to wait. You're going to put pants on? Paul, hey, well, you wait. I know you're going to make a few more drinks. You're going to put pants on, Paul? Zero, okay, two, do you need police fire or medical for anything? Eight seconds. Uh, I could use another drink. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Zero, two, twenty, three, and fifty-eight okay. seconds. Uh, there, there's the, uh, um, is the Capitol Police around? Two, yeah, they're, they're, they're picking up some chips for your party. Now, listen, you wouldn't believe this. But you have the benefit of having a host who's been in a few altercations from time to time. It's true. A couple of emergency 911 calls. I've been on the other side of that a couple times. And rarely, rarely does it go with this kind of cavalier attitude of just checking on people. Do, do, do there happen to be any Capitol Police laying around? I mean, the ones that aren't getting my pizza or shining my shoes. No, that's they, they usually protect my wife. They're usually, here, they're usually here at the house protecting my wife. Uh, no, this is San Francisco Police. Friday, October. I, I, no, I understand. Um, Show a little respect, Squirrel. This man has a better trading record than Warren Buffett. This man has a better trading record than Arthur Cutton. Legend. This man has made more money than E.F. Fracking Hutton. Can't you enjoy the intellect? This is clout. The same kind of clout the cartels have in this government. And they get away with worse crimes. I wonder if you're going to hear about this story of a body being sent without a head on it to O'Hare. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Stop. Hammer time. Never forget, Squirrel, San Francisco ball peen hammer has... Balls. This whole story is just another example of the kind of corruption we've become accustomed to. And this is the hardest part about doing the show is to focus in on just the most outrageous atrocities, because as this is happening domestically, as our world is devolving into a third world hellhole, which will soon be indistinguishable between Mexico City and various parts of Democrat run areas. There's another thing you have to get used to in the headlines. Breaking news still in Israel at this hour where there has been a shooting attack in Jerusalem. At least seven people have been killed and multiple people have been injured. There has always been terrorist attacks. There always has been. But for a while there, you stopped hearing about all the kinds of World War doomsday nuclear things we're getting used to. And the terrorist attacks that you'll hear are getting more and more and more because the world is falling into chaos for very simple reasons. Very simple. And that is corrupt governments think they're winning because they're robbing the people rather than destabilizing the world, which is exactly what these Democrats are doing. They are destabilizing the world. And to hear them come out as if they have some plan is even worse than if they just sat there with their dementia glazed face the way Joe Biden is accustomed to doing on a regular basis. The stupid son of a dog that he is. Uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Good, brother. How are you? 
headache. I flew in. I go to the eight 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 billion dollar urinal. There's a hefty bag for a soap dish, rust all over, filthy animals. It's like getting dropped off on the south side. Go ahead. Oh God. Yeah. I which we got a terrible connection i'm gonna to have to put you on hold and come back to you cream puff jim your party is responsible for the mayhem that keeps you indoors and well fed how are you doing oh hey Sean, how are you splendid I, I, good good I, I, what caught my eye i'm a maniac for current events yeah. was the New York Times story where Barr and Durham go to Italy, uh, the eternal city, and they've got to, you know, they're looking for something, but they, the uh, policia, they call them there in Rome, yeah. has a warrant, they have a warrant for Trump's arrest. Yeah. So Dirty asked him why. I guess he waited in the Trevi Trevi Fountain too many times. No, if you go to if you go into Trevi Fountain more than three times, that's a that's a real serious problem. I got I got a better excuse for you. See, in Italy, (laughs) the mafia runs the government. So something tells me that Italian traces all the way back to Pelosi with the no hair on his leg and no pants on. Did you ever see a grown man with no hair on his legs? His legs were smooth like a rocket. You think that's because he likes entertaining people with his pants off? I think so. You were a lot at those Democrat parties. I'm sure you were aware of that. Uh, Mitchell displains. You know, Sean, the other drug cartel that's really obvious is Pfizer, right? So we know that basically <laughs> they locked up they locked up 75 years of the finding of the first vaccine. We know now that the gain of function was basically, so Fauci took $600,000 and took arginine, which is an amino acid, and he merged it with basically SARS. And that's how they knew it can grow exponentially in terms of being, you know, airborne, right? Yeah. So now, what do they do? They are pushing Paxlovid. You know what that is? Mm-hmm. That's ivermectin. It's a souped-up ivermectin for oil treatments for COVID-19. Yep. They reverse-engineered so people basically would get the, you know, obviously what I call the mutation, and they're pushing an advanced form of cow, what I call COVID because it's off patent. Mitchell, who is the? Yeah. Uh, where did you hear? In fact, have you heard anywhere? Let's start this way. About okay. Pfizer's research and development lab opened in Wuhan in 2009. Did you hear that anywhere? Yes, and by the way, Pfizer is not just in. It's not just in. I'm which teeing you up. To, I'm teeing you everywhere. up. To prom, to, I'm teeing you up to promote my show, and yet you drop the ball. You see? What? Because I said that. That's why. 2009, Pfizer opened up the Wuhan Research and Development Lab. Why? Because they have been working hand in glove with corrupt oligarchs around the world, the Chinese Communist Party, to release the most successful bioweapon released on mankind. And now we have absolute and total verification. So the way that we're thinking about it, don't tell anyone this. You got to probably show tell You got to probably show tell Okay, bro. So um, the way we're working is like we put them in the virus in these monkeys. Okay. And then we successively like cause them to keep infecting each other. And we collect serial samples from them. And then the ones that are more infectious, like the virus, we'll put them in another monkey. And you just constantly actively mutate it. That's one way. Okay. Or you can even do like direct it. Like- now this side saddle buffoon with his T-shirt on on a date with another fella, Justin implicated not just himself, his entire company for the deaths of at least 8 million human beings around the world. Am I correct? Is it 8 million? And then when you factor in their cure for the drug that was the greatest windfall to this company and many others in Big Pharma, 
you realize that their vaccine has also killed we don't know how many. So what you've just done is single-handedly destroy Big Pharma only among a people with the idea of integrity and character and consciousness. And if this country has any dignity, it will prosecute the entire upper echelon of Big Pharma, who, by the way, has never had a better year, never had a better three years as they worked since 2009 to release this bioweapon on mankind. And it's also served governments because they have forever turned us all into slaves. And now we have to watch them make fun of us with their pants off, stinky hammers, drinks in their hands, all kinds of sexual deviancy and insider trading. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Chicago, don't, 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 no, no. That's not, don't fly that anymore. Because we look at this with too much nostalgia rather than the way we should be looking at this. See, this is a problem in this country. We forgot how to be the bosses of these politicians. We forgot how to demand things that we should and we are paying for. And this is the problem. Now that we have the, the scandalous tape from Project Veritas exposing an executive from Pfizer admitting that they not only have tweaked the greatest bioweapon released on mankind called COVID-19, they continue to tweak it. So what is to think that they are also not disappointing us and shorting us on a vaccine that they've made a trillion dollars off of a trillion dollars? That's what we've paid these pharmaceutical companies who have done nothing but gain more money for delivering nothing. They've delivered nothing. And that's something that needs to be talked about. And where are our politicians who we pay to make certain this kind of thing does not happen ever? Mr. Borlake, can I ask you, when did you know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission? How long did you know that without saying it publicly? Thank you very much. I'm sorry. To that question. I mean, we, we now know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission, but why did you keep it secret? That's a Canadian news organization at Davos confronting the CEO of Pfizer. And just days later, an executive out on a date with another man thinks he's impressing the date and spills the beans. So the way that we're thinking about it, don't tell anyone what's going on. You got to publish what's going So um, the way we're working is like we put them in the virus in these monkeys. Okay. And then we successively like cause them to keep infecting each other. And we collect serial samples from them. And then the ones that are more infectious, like the virus, we'll put them in another monkey. And just- boy, oh boy, that reminds me of what the Democrat governors did with people in the beginning of the virus, doesn't it? Only instead of monkeys, they used human beings. Put them next to each other, let them infect each other. It's almost like they planned to spread it around. Ta-da! And then when you listen to what it takes to be an executive at Pfizer, who sounds like a sophomoric valley girl child. My favorite part, though, of this whole expose is when he was confronted by Project Veritas. Hey there. Is this seat taken? 
Hi. Um, you work for Pfizer. My question for you is, why does Pfizer want to hide from the public the fact that they're mutating the COVID viruses? Is this real life? What is happening here? Why? You know, I'm reflecting on when I was young and men were men and executives were executives and professional people were professionals. And to look at this hysterical child. Is this real life? Is this happening? Like, really? You fracking pansy. What is going on here? This is absurd. Why does Pfizer want to hide from the public that they're mutating the COVID virus? Oh, my God. You're on video. You're on video. Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating the COVID virus. What is going on here? I need to call the police right now. This is No, no, no. We all should be calling the police. And every single Pfizer employee that knew what you confessed to, that knew what you exposed, every single one of them should have the rest of their lives spent in prison. Because what has happened to this country and the world since this virus was released by governments and corporatists around the planet can never be undone. It can never be undone. You said it was 100% effective, then 90%, then 80%, then 70%. But we now know that the vaccines do not stop transmission. Why did you keep that secret? Have a nice day. And all of the side effects that the vaccines cause, all of them, the answer is to turn to your abuser again, just like a slave, hoping the slave master lets him sleep in the big house, makes his whips feel a little better. Makes his life a little more comfortable. I won't have a nice day until I know the answer. Why did you keep it a secret that your vaccine did not stop transmission? Why would he? Because that's how they make their money. This is all about the money, power, and control. And before you know it, you're like every Californian, where you're so worried that some cartel's going to chop your head off, you don't even care about Stinky Hammer's Paul Pelosi and his soirees going awry. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my... Anytime. I'm telling you, man, you're reading my mind. You are, you are all over taking, taking my thunder, but that's okay. Oh. Now, look at this Pfizer executive. He admitted to some really important things. The whole thing that the VAX are a cash cow for, the, for them. He admitted that they're working on this thing to keep people sick and so they can make more vaccines. He admitted to it on their working on new variants. He admitted to owning the regulatory agencies, and basically they're all tied up in everything. Where's the Congress? Where's the media? Where's the investigations? There's nothing. They're and here's the thing. The- they're in a room right now, Craig. They're in a room right now sweating, figuring out how to spin this so that the morons that continue to vote for dem- Democrats will continue to vote for them in the future. That's how they're doing. That's what they're doing. They're not looking for the righteous answer. This is the problem that all good people make. You think that other people think like you. Even when they tell you they don't. Even when you know that they don't. You're still willing to consider this a pharmaceutical company. Rather than what it is. It is a scheme. It is a plot. It is a cancer in our country. It's not a pharmaceutical company. After all, most of what they sell are reverse engineered products that are 10 times cheaper than what they offer them for. This was their greatest gift. And that's why they worked on it in a Wuhan lab since 2009. Pfizer 
Research and Development Lab. You can look it up for yourself. Constantly actively mutate it. That's one way. Or you can even do like directed like simulation, which like we cannot prefer. And then you just sample what the different like um, like uh, proteins on the surface of the virus look like over time. Okay. And then you can see the mutation. And you can force it to mutate. He's describing how much effort they put into weaponizing what they said was the cure. Do you not think? That they weaponized the virus in the first place. And after all, you know, to Craig's point, we've had Senator Ron Johnson, Senator Rand Paul, and a handful of others working tirelessly since the beginning. And who have they been neutered by? Who? We've already spoken even some Republicans in the Senate uh, who have stated they also would not side with this plan, like Senator Josh Hawley, for example. The fact that you already have so many Republicans, including House Leader President McCarthy, saying no on this, why do you think some Republicans thought it was a good idea to go ahead? Well, everyone thought that Leader McCarthy would never go along with the MAGA Republicans. All the same players of the Democrat Mafia. All of the same players. And what is the answer when we are butted up against our debt ceiling that doesn't exist? When we're bankrupting America, what is the answer? Look, we've been very clear that the debt limit uh, should be dealt with uh, without conditions. We've been very, very clear on that. Without conditions. So that means give them unfettered access to more of the corruption. Because after all, where's all the money? You know, you want to you want to blame people. I'll blame people for spending under the Trump administration. How much of that four trillion dollars added to the debt was because of covid? 50%, 60%, 90%. Because that means it worked exactly as it should have. And once again, we're going to turn to our abusers to help help fix the economy. You're the rats that broke it. Why are you going to fix it? They're not going to fix it. What they will do is strengthen their stranglehold on society as they backdoor nationalize our economy. That's why the greatest weapon to ever be used on America wasn't from Japan. It isn't the threats we face from North Korea. We've already faced it. And it's brought to you by your government and massive corporations. It's brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. And then there's that pesky Iron Curtain oligarch war. Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S. funded biolabs in Ukraine. Why were they there? Anybody? Why were they there? Because our government worked in conjunction with Big Pharma to make sure COVID crippled the world. How's that for bombastic? Or just a fact? 312 642 5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting, sexist pig and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560, the answer. There has to be a moment. When people push back against this obvious corruption, and I mean obvious corruption, this never felt like anything other than a fraud. It was sold as a fraud. Think about all of the things that broke down the way that they did and how the trajectory of not just your life, but this entire country has changed on a dime, on a dime. 
And there's a reason for it. And we now know what it is. The way you want it. Okay. But you have to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like, you know, it goes everywhere. Something crazy. But is the way that the virus started and moving on. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. COVID virus experimentation on live monkeys? This is unethical, to say the least. And Walker describes those experiments as if they are ongoing and not simply a hypothetical discussion. And you listen to the cadence of his voice. You listen to what it takes to be an executive at arguably the biggest pharmaceutical company in the world. I don't know what's going on either. This is ridiculous. So you're on video. This is ridiculous. I mean, that would have been scandalous when things had a certain tone rather than this ridiculous, new, preposterous society we live in now. Eduardo Midway. Yeah, Sean, I saw this on Daily Mail, the uh, COVID and the uh, flu shot at the same time, yeah. the risk yeah. of stroke. So people better watch out, especially if you're uh, over Eduardo, 60. I've had the pleasure of meeting you at a few functions, and you've met me, and I feel very comfortable in telling you, if you put this in your body willingly, I'm running you over. Are you okay with that? I told my mother that <laughs> do not get any more shots. No, 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 yeah. no. you got to look out for each other because this is a plan. Pandemic. Jordan Antioch. Good evening, Sean. Good evening, Jordan. I want, I'm, I'm telling you, and I'm not the only one that's feeling this right now, but Monday morning, I want to see footage of the FBI going into the Pfizer headquarters tonight and locking it down and seizing assets and seizing documents and seizing laptops and, 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 and questioning because we got an entire nation of people who are being called conspiracy theorists over something this little freak just admitted on 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 uh, video? Now, I don't I don't care right now. I could care less about Biden's degenerate son. Yeah. I don't care about Pelosi's husband playing whack a mole with this other freak out in California. <laughs> I want answers. I want I want to see. There's got to be. I know there's good guys in the trenches in that FBI and that DOJ, and I want to see them come forward. And I want to see answers. I want to see. Pfizer locked down. There is no reason why. I want to see Josh Hawley, Jim Jordan. I want to see uh, uh, um, Ron Johnson. What's his name from Ron Johnson? I want to see them on the news. I want to see them in front of a press conference showing footage of the Pfizer headquarters being completely shut down and locked down and seized by the FBI. Let them finally do something that you legitimately are supposed to do. That makes two of us, brother. And you're exactly right. And and the reality is, Jordan, and so many of you others, that's what should have happened this morning. This is an earth-shattering story that has gotten zero attention outside of talk radio. Zero. Zero attention. And that is an outrage. I mean, there's Tucker Carlson. There's Jesse Waters. There's Sean Hannity. And that's it. You got one station that has already been discounted, right? Because if you push back against government supremacists... Then what? You're a conspiracy theorist. Regardless of the fact that the conspiracies are right in front of us. You just saw them in Davos. You just saw it. Is it time to apologize to the world, sir? To give refunds back to the countries that poured all their money into your vaccine that doesn't work? Oh, you well-intended Canadian. Big Pharma doesn't give vaccines. Silly. Tricks are for kids. Uh, Grandma Ritzy. This is Grandma Ritzy, and I'm still above ground, and I live...
listening to you, and I thank you for caring and sharing. And uh, I do what I can. I still call representatives to sure. tell them how I feel. And I hope before the Lord takes me home, I'm soon to be 85, things will change. God bless you. God bless you, Grandma Ritzy. And today is the day my mother passed away 15 years ago. So if you see an old lady up there giving you a kiss, it's probably my mother. George, Naperville. Sean, this is like the island of Dr. Moreau, H.G. Wells. Ooh, They've been experimenting we on us like we're animals. Is this because you watched The View, Whoopi Goldberg? I think, it's, I think it is. Because if you see her, she looks exactly like Marlon Brando used to right before he took a dirt nap. 312-642-5600. This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. a big push by the Marxist mafia to intimidate people into teaching kids misinformation, skewed, bastardized history that has an agenda of government supremacists. Ironically, they wrap it in racism. Doesn't matter what it boils down to. You can tell from the executive at Pfizer. You can tell from the new crop of doctors. You can tell from everywhere you look in society, something has gone awry and people are dumber does explain all of the Democrats, but this is the reality of our America in 2023. We are facing history fascism that happened 100 years ago. We're facing financial solutions that are more bankruptcy plans than they are solutions because people are dumber. How did they get dumber? School. School has done a disservice. You can tell it by turning on the news. So there's the good news is there are people making a big push against it. My next guest is one of those people. Her name is Sherry Few. She's the founder and president of the United States Parents Involved in Education. She also has a film being screened. It's called Truth and Lies in American Education in Chicago and available right now on SalemNow.com. She's combating the indoctrination in schools that's producing these idiots. Sherry, how are you? I am well. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for having me on again. Well, first of all, I love having you on. But, um, you know, one of the things that, that you give people hope for is that right now the only answer that I see, the only one, is to homeschool your child. If you love them, homeschool them. And this whole nonsense about not socializing them, well, you could take a look at the gangster disciples here in Chicago. They seem very socialized. And that's what they've been turned over to. So I think we need to completely revamp the way education is done in this country. And I quite honestly, I felt that way for quite a while, but never more pressing than right now, as the teachers are the dumbest we've ever had as teachers, bar none. Well, I have to agree with you, as usual, Sean. I mean, I think we're very like-minded, and and I've been at this for 20 years. So I also have been, you know, thinking we need some serious reform for quite a while. But the last few years, it has just become, in your face, crazy, what they're teaching children. It is over the top, and, you know, that's why parents are rising up and and pushing back and saying, we're not going to tolerate this. You know, so I agree with you, too, that, parents need to get their kids out of these schools. I mean, 
it is it is definitely damaging the children in this country. But if they are not able to do that, and even if they do, they need to fight for the other kids that are left behind. Sure. And we need to stop this indoctrination. Well, the specificity is, is interesting, right? And you get dragged off in the weeds to the specificity, the the bastardization of history, the the wrong solutions, the wrong formulas. But the reality is, in the grand scheme of things, as you step back, it is the only explanation for the call for communism, the call for collectivism, the call for government supremacy, which is how I like to wrap it all together. This is an entire generation. We have one for sure, possibly two, who think the only answers are to turn over the the, the controls of everything to what we know to be the greatest failures among our society, politicians. And that's all you hear from these children. And they're not just children because they're young. Everybody was young at, at one time. These are fake, uh, altruistic, virtuous fascists, as every solution they have is about more and more control and the dissolving of the individual rights of everybody. And they've never been more comfortable doing it. So the, you have to take it, you have to rip out the tree from the root and this is the root of our problem. Now, how do we possibly combat this when you're talking about hundreds of billions of dollars a year in education? How do you rip out that corrupt root of the teacher union, which produces, obviously, a lot of stupid people who are communists? Well, it is definitely an uphill battle. I, I will admit to that. But the good news is we are seeing parents that are pushing back and organizing. And so... You know, when politicians see people organizing, they see them at these school board meetings, they see them on social media, they get concerned. And and you'll know, you notice that they do because all of a sudden their platform's all about education, getting rid of CRT and all these promises they make because they do polling too. And, and they ask, you know, what, what are the critical issues facing our country? And education, I think, is polling very high. So politicians can be persuaded when they see large numbers of voters organizing and pushing back, and that's exactly what our organization is about. We have 22 state chapters now, and we're growing all the time, and we want a chapter in every state. We want a true grassroots movement of parents and other um, freedom-loving Americans to rise up, and, and when they see that, when we have influence over the congressmen and the state legislators through this um, numbers game, then we are going to be able to make a difference. We have to start at the top and end the U.S. Department of Education and all federal education mandates. We have to restore parental and local control of education. That's the only way we're going to be able to fix this mess. Are you seeing some resistance of people to get involved? Because after all, like every mafia, the Department of Justice has intimidated parents. They haven't intimidated the Sinaloa cartel. They haven't intimidated Antifa. They haven't intimidated the gangster disciples or any of these other drug dealing street gangs that are destroying big cities who they specifically went after and who they specifically targeted on national TV by uh, the, the new at the time head of the Department of Justice or as it should be called, the, the, the Gestapo, as what they did is they sent a, a shot across the bow of parents, and they said, we will be targeting you. And we've seen this in real time. We've seen parents hauled off into parking lots and arrested. You've got the IRS coming uh, on the forefront where they're going to go after parents. What is it like among people? Are they intimidated the way the government anticipated them, or are they inspired as if they all grew up in Melrose Park, Illinois? Well, what I'm seeing is when the government behaves this way and tries to intimidate parents, 
it only fuels the flame in our direction. Parents are angry. They're not going to tolerate this. They know that their tax dollars are funding all these mechanisms that are being used against them, and and they're not going to tolerate it. So I really think the more that they try to bear down their supremacy, I love that word. I'm going to be borrowing that if you don't mind. Go ahead, government Um, supremacists. That's the real systemic problem in this country. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, I think that's going to cause our grassroots army just to grow stronger. And, and, you know, we have this great example of it right there in Illinois. And I know we're going to get around to talking about this screening that's happening in Illinois. But our Illinois five president, Terry Newsom, has been just attacked viciously yes. by Antifa, by um, they, they've even been calling his work and trying to get him fired. Um, you know, he had this event scheduled at a the displays uh, displays uh, theater, and the city council, the LGBT activists, went to city council and and intimidated this theater operator. And and then he started receiving threats. Even the theater operator, he he was being mailed bullets. Um, his neighbors yeah. were being encouraged to put dog poop in his trash cans. I mean, it's it's insidious what's happening with these groups that are upset about this event and Terry has stood strong through all of this. Yeah. And and we're just so proud of his efforts there. In fact, the event is still on. He has oh, a good. new venue and it's uh it's still gonna be on February eighth, but it's being moved um to one fifteen Bourbon Street in Marionette Park, Illinois. Sure. So I'm so proud of him for persevering and sticking with it. And he's changed the title of the event and and Parents Involved in Education is now the leader of this event, whereas before it was Awake Illinois. You know what's funny? Antifa Antifa is afraid to raise their head in certain areas, and they're very courageous to raise their head in other areas. Has anybody given thought to approaching Kyle Rittenhouse and asking him to franchise a security firm in his name and call it the Kyle Rittenhouse security firm? Come on in, we dare you. What do you think about that? You think that it might send a little shockwave to Antifa? (laughs) <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, it, it is it is frustrating that, as you mentioned earlier, you know, the, the government's not um, intimidating them. They're, they're, they have free reign of, oh. of you know, just, and in fact, you know, the other thing with Terry is he was put on the Southern Poverty Law Center's hate watch list. Ooh. And that put his family and himself in serious threat of harm. So that's uh, a list that's published and Marxist, really evil Marxists look at the names on that list for people that they can harass and intimidate. If, really only, if only we could get a committee on, like, say, the government to look into the Southern Poverty Law Center and see exactly where they get their money from. I'd be interested in that. And then I would also be interested in having uh, Terry Newsom get an attorney of, him, of his own and sue the Southern Poverty Law Center for endangering his well-being by releasing his name to the foot soldiers of the mafia and and, and Marxism themselves, by calling themselves Antifa, they think they're throwing off dissent. But that's only among the people who are stupid enough to not realize the fascists are Democrats. And I'm wondering, has that been given any thought to your knowledge? And at a certain point, isn't it to use the law as the shield, the only way to combat when law is used as a spear? And maybe we should start attacking some of the, the, the atrocities that are committed by these quasi-foot soldiers to the uh, uh, mafia. Well, I agree, and, and I think that we need to file lawsuits. I mean, there's there's so many 
cases for suits all around the country. There's Terry. There's other parents like him around the country. Um, you know, and, and our constitutional rights are being totally violated. I think we have a lot of good constitutional cases that could be tried. And we also have some uh, pro bono uh, legal groups that are offering to defend these cases. So there, there is hope in that vein. But I do think we need to be filing more lawsuits, uh, those of us who are on this side of the issue. Now, Sherry, tell um a little bit about the truth and lies in American education and why it is so essential that people, if they can't go to the venue where it's going to be released, that they could check it out at SalemNow.com. Give us a little insight into exactly what we will uh, learn there. Don't don't give away the ending, but, you know, give us a little insight. Well, I think it's very good. I'm executive producer. I guess I'm a little biased, but, but it's, it's better than most documentaries because it's not just a bunch of dry, boring interviews. Um, it's a storyline, and it, it features my daughter-in-law, April Pugh, and her quest to decide what type of education her children, she's going to provide for her children. So she she's reading books and interviewing the authors of these books, and these are the, the cast of the film, these, these interviews that she does. And what she learned in her journey is, is just eye-opening. Uh, I think the people that watch it, uh, the people in Illinois and all over the country that are watching it, they are shocked to learn what is actually being taught in government schools. So we have these uh, authors and experts and college professors and um, just an all-star cast of people that are experts on these topics. We expose the critical race theory, the other Marxist theories that are being taught. We expose the sexualization of children that's happening. And, and we have one um, cast member in particular, Bernadette Broyles, who uh, has a nonprofit um pro bono legal foundation where she is defending families whose children have been uh, influenced with gender dysphoria behind their parents' backs. And in some cases, like one of the young, uh, the family that she represented of a young uh, six-year-old had actually been raped in a bathroom that was gender neutral by, by a boy who, who accessed the bathroom. Oh boy, that's infuriating. You know, Sherry, the, the it's it, it the the outrage and people I don't know how old you are but I'm in my fifties, but the the thing that to witness in this particular version of of American society is it's the parents it's always the parents' fault I'll never forget when I was a kid you know your mother would send you out of the house don't don't embarrass me because everything comes back to me it's my fault and that's how society used to kind of gauge themselves and used to have a certain consequence. But yet in this particular society, there are no consequences. So as we discuss the topic of critical race theory, does it matter anymore that it is poppycock and wrong, that it has not any fundamental actual events of history? And whether you take the history that is told in this story or not, it is built on a theory of falsehoods should that not be the conversation and why is it you think people are afraid of this in particular parents because they're worried that some imbecile will call them a racist why do you think people are afraid to take this on for the ridiculous notion that it is well i do think people are afraid of name calling and and you know the ostracizing that happens when you take a stand on issues like these you know uh people are called racist all the time that have conservative views for no reason whatsoever, except that, you know, because they're a part of a particular group, they're racist. Yeah. Whites are all racist now. Anybody who's white, especially a white male, is a racist, a white supremacist. Well, and that's exactly 
that's exactly what Terry's been accused of in, in trying to organize this event and other things that he's done. He's called a white supremacist, a homophobe. And so that's why in this event, he's put together a very diverse group of, of people that are going to be on the panel. There's an Asian, an African-American. See, I don't um, want to play that game with them because I, I, I believe in the way that it is supposed to be. I judge somebody by their character regardless of their color. And when I am confronted by these imbeciles who are Democrats, I like to always tell them I hate far more white people than any other race. After all, those are the founding fathers of the philosophies of failure and fascism, of communism and socialism and Marxism, all of the philosophies that have not only destroyed lives throughout the world, but are directly responsible for 180 million deaths on this planet. And yet these pseudo-intellectual college graduates who gave themselves degrees always fail to remember that. Ironically, they are the useful idiots of the true racists, the Marxists, the socialists, the fascists, and the communists. Do you think maybe if they are slapped in the face like a dog that doo-dooed on my rug and I rub their face in it, that'll wake them up? What do you think? <laughs> oh, I think you're funny. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it is a mess. Right. And it is in our colleges and universities. It's been there for decades. And, you know, I would I would never even send my kid to a college or university. Please. You know, there's a few like Hillsdale that are safe. But, you know, if you want to protect your children's minds from this Marxist indoctrination, you got to keep them out of those colleges yeah. and universities. College professors where butter handed uh, pansies can write books and sell it to each other and become millionaires. I guess there is a version of communism and socialism that works. It's only among college professors. In the meantime, I appreciate you for combating it, and it's a shame you put this documentary together. You could have used my description of government supremacists in there, but maybe the next time. In the meantime, I'll be looking for this. Sherry Few, you can screen it now live on SalemNow.com. In the meantime, um, where is the event that Terry Newsom's having? Tell me one more time. Well, what I'd like to, it's at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park, Illinois, and I'd like to direct folks to the truthandliesfilm.us website. That's the address truthandliesfilm.us If you go to the tab that says more, you drop it down, it'll say Illinois Film Screening. And all the details are there. Sherry Few, thank you so much. We'll all be, right, thank you, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. We don't need no education. <laughs> you know, I, Squirrel, I remember the 70s. The 70s were um, we no almost like a uh, an appetizer to what you have today. Today is much worse. Much, much worse. The, the, um, the disrespect for humanity in general is outrageous. Outrageous. But these schemes are a little bit more complex. I don't just mean the... $15 billion being wasted to the Mafia Ponzi scheme at O'Hare. I'm talking about Big Pharma. But I remember when they, this all first came out, if you even spoke up against it, you were ostracized. You were censored. But there are real ramifications. And how do you quantify the death, the sickness, the cost of this pandemic? Sadly, Thomas and Elgin has an idea. Thomas, thank you for holding. How are you doing, Tom? Well, I'm, I have to say, I know what you're going to say because I have the call screen and I'm sick to my stomach about what you're going to say. So, yeah. So, so why don't you let them know what happened? Yeah, here's my story. So me and my fiance, we both met in 2019. And 
by the grace of God, in uh, 2020, um, we were uh, expecting. So we weren't, didn't think of much about it at first. I mean, we were scared to death, nonetheless, because, you know, first-time parents, and I'm only 20 <laughs> years old at the time, so I was scared. But as I was taught as a kid through my parents growing up in a Catholic family, every baby is a gift from God. Excellent. And when we did the first ultrasound, we I almost passed out because— we were expecting twins. Out of anything that could have happened, we were expecting twins. However, here's the downside. My fiance, she works at a hospital, does a great job there, works third shift. Uh, we were expecting maternity leave around June or July or something like that, because again, with twins, it's a lot more hard. But as you can probably imagine, in the middle of the pandemic, they force you to uh, take the vaccine. And uh, again, we didn't think much of it. My Mother told me straight up, don't take the vaccine, but she had to take it because, well, it was her job. Yes, and so, you're pregnant, one, you need money. Yes, healthcare, yeah. all the rest so, of it. Yeah, of course, a hundred percent. So one month ago, uh, one month before we took the pregnancy test, she took the vaccine, and then a month later took the booster shot. Throughout her entire pregnancy, she was bleeding like if it was hemorrhaging. Like it wasn't serious, but it was like if she had a period. Once every week, mm-hmm. we tried different ways uh, with different doctors telling us what we could do, and everything seemed to be going okay. Like, yeah, the bleeding was bad, but we were, you know, scared but excited. I mean, this was going to be our first two kids, and they were twins. Who would have thought? Yeah. Unfortunately, I still remember this day. Um, I was at work when I got a phone call saying that uh, something was bad. She was feeling a lot of pain in her stomach. And unfortunately, we lost both of them in the middle of July at 20 weeks. Well, Thomas, um, there is nothing that I can say that will ever, ever mean anything. But first of all, there are tens of thousands of people right now who are disgusted and upset and, and, and heartbreaks, especially those those of us who had kids and know what it's like to go through and can remember what it's like to go through that first pregnancy and the rest of it. But um, I want you to but know there the are thing. people that will that, that are going to fight for this. The answers are going to be undeniable, and you will be vindicated by history, my friend. I hope so. What, um, so it was June 7th when we lost them. Their names were Isaiah Woods and Jeremiah Mason Martinez. And we were shocked because like, okay, twin pregnancy was risky and all, but to lose them at 20 weeks, we later found out that both of them were boys. So, well, I I have your contact information and at the next event for the radio, or I don't know um, how you're in Elgin, you're far from where I am, but I want to meet you face to face. And I want to tell you really, Uh, We're going to have Senator Ron Johnson on. He's been fighting for years since the very beginning, among others. But um, people are going to know those kids' names, I promise you. Okay? Sean, I will travel to anywhere in the world to get redemption for my two sons. I know you will. Luckily, by the grace of God, this year we introduced our daughter, Scarlett Anya Martinez. By the grace of God, no complications. But That's wonderful. I cannot tell you the sadness. If it was sad... For me, imagine the mother losing not oh. one but two kids. Like it was such a terrible time. Yeah. To this day, you know I don't what, even know how. You know why? I, why I'm aggravated because you could be my son. You're old enough. I have a, I have kids your age, and I would have 
taken you and your wife, and I would have moved you to a state that protected your unalienable rights as an American. And that's what's heartbreaking to me. It's because of logistics that this happened to you. And I want you to know, I promise you something. I, phone calls stick with me, especially calling. I love this job. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, I do it for nothing. But I'm going to tell you, I will never forget this call, and I'm going to meet you, and people will not forget your kids' names. All right? I promise you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I love the program. Keep fighting forward, brother. We believe in you. Thank you, Thomas. That means the world to me. It really does. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take a break. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Wear your mask, take your pills, now a whole generation's mentally ill. It really is. You hear me talk a lot about trajectory of things. As you get older, as you live through things and you you reflect on not just your own history but the history of the people around you the people you love family friends and the, and, and things in general you realize there's just little tidbits that can forever change the trajectory of your life the arc of your life what happens if this would have happened if that would happen and in the end you can only deal with the reality but as you get older what you realize is that the enemy of all men regardless of your education, your income, whatever it is, the enemy we all have as human beings is time. And how little decisions can forever take away even more chunks of time and more chunks of time. And stupid little decisions. Going home and a Paul Pelosi drunk the one way hits the car and your lives never happen or forever changed or you have to walk around looking like Dr. Awardi and the rest of it. And you realize... When it can be avoided, it's, 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 out, it's an outrage when things happen and they steal what could have been. That's why when I discuss foreign policy, when we reflect on failures, it, how do you quantify how lives are changed when they're cut off? How do you quantify? How do you, how do you come to a, 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 an evaluation of what it is? How can you come to an evaluation of the governments around the world, but specifically ours, because I really, quite honestly, I don't give a frack about the Soviet Union or anything else. How do you quantify how 340 million lives, 340 million people's lives would have been different? Businesses, they close, and the rest of it. But when you hear that, and you realize that here we are in 2023, on January 27th, the biggest scandal in the country right now is not a political dimwit. It is the corporatism, it is the fraud that has stolen three years of every one of our lives. Now, some of those lives are scum, and they're not worth much. Some of those lives profited, and they would have never profited. But who's the victims? Are the guys like Thomas and his family that would never be? Are, are, are all of the people, let alone those people who live 60, 70 years? I deal with this a lot in Florida. 60, 70 years people live together as husband and wife, whatever, brother and sister, and they couldn't go to the hospital. Couldn't go because they were manipulated by fascists scum who were wrong. And to this day, doubling down on their fascism, they're called Democrats because the reality is, had that been my son, number one, I'd be proud to have him as my son, but how had that been my son, that wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. All he had to do was move. 
away from a fascist, butter-handed trust fund, baby. That's it. So these are the things as you get older, you realize there's no small mistakes that take lives. There's monster ones that you can never fill. And that's what COVID is. And We don't even have a clue how many lives. But we could start with the 8 million that were murdered. We could start with that. And then we could work on everyone that was affected by the vaccine. And I will never forget this, Senator Ron Johnson. And this is why I don't know the man. I never met him. I've, I've had the pleasure of talking to him. This is why I love him. And I'm serious. He, among a handful of others, never wavered. And they knew something was wrong. Right now at five, despite criticism from state and local health communities, Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson held a press conference today with a handful of people who said they experienced adverse reactions from the COVID-19 vaccine. Johnson, who has not gotten the vaccine, wants more attention paid to side effects. We're going to hear from those who oppose that message. But first, Taylor Lumpkin joins us live. And Taylor, what does Senator Johnson and his supporters have to say? Well, the Centers for Disease Control has said that there's always been a small percentage of people who might experience adverse reactions. Every one of the CDC, everybody who refused to give him a platform, he was made fun of for two and a half years. The Democrat mafia spent tens of millions of dollars so he wouldn't get reelected. Thank God they weren't able to steal that election. He said it from the very beginning, and he's the only one I could think of. Today's group said they just wanted to share their stories in hopes of starting a conversation. We are asking to be seen, we are asking to be heard, and we're asking to be believed. Candace Hayden was one of six people who came to share their stories Monday, although her doctor and the doctors of most others at the press conference refused to draw a connection to the vaccine. Candace says... Then they're in on it. Scum in lab coats. You've been in on it. And the ones that spoke up against, you made sure that they were terrorized, maligned, had their reputations harmed. This is more than a conspiracy. This is a movement that worked. Every one of these women had the same problem Thomas's wife had. Every one of them. She experienced several problems following the shot. I was suffering from severe paresthesia and was paralyzed, partially paralyzed from my chest down. From shooting pain in their bodies to being unable to move, each and every person recalled the moments of what they say their life has been since getting their vaccine. I lost control of my legs and my bladder, along with my dignity. On January 14th, I received the Moderna vaccine. Uh, The next morning, I woke up with severely swollen lymph nodes in my neck. Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson says he does recognize that the vaccine is saving lives, but in his eyes... Never give quarter. Never give quarter, even no matter how much the pressure. There is no evidence that it saved anybody. This whole fracking thing is a cover-up. Every word that came out of the mouth is because they made money on it and they controlled movement. And now you're going to control the truth? You're not controlling the truth, you lying Rat bastards. I want my money back. And I want all of you to go to jail, you lying scum. Okay, ineffective vaccine? Yeah, you have a little bit of rat. It's not my Are you not ashamed of what you've done in the last couple of years? Do you have any apologies to the public, sir? Are you proud of it? 
You've made millions on the backs of people's entire livelihoods. How does that feel to walk the streets as a millionaire on the backs of the regular I could help you, Canadians. Mafia scum have no conscience. None. These people are not just mafia scum. They don't care about killing babies. It's half the reason they have the support they do. Scum that they are. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, I was listening to the um, the guy's story before. It's heartbreaking. Oh, and, uh, you think about you remember when uh, you remember when your wife had the first kid? You remember going for the ultrasound? You remember all that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I remember the second one when my wife called me. She said, "Oh, you don't have to go." And I'm like, "What's going on?" So I go down there, and then they uh, I go in and. Is a, is Can't a, even a, imagine, a bro. Listen, I have bad, they, I have bad they, news. Nobody had more bad news. I get bad news, lost money, bank money, all the rest of it. Can you imagine getting the phone call? That well, you the lost phone call your I kids? got was that there was a six, there was a cystic hyperarm on the back, so we found out that she had Down syndrome, and it was the toughest. It was brutal. Anyhow, we, we, uh, we said, "Oh, you can go to another hospital, and we can take care of it." And I was like, oh, "Like, are you out of your mind?" Yeah, I don't know. You know, my daughter is is uh, 15, she'll be fifteen soon. She's wonderful. But the thing is, what what upsets me is you got people like uh, Don Tracy who are trying to downplay the issue for Republicans. Oh, we got to be you know more moderate on the life issue. Kevin, people like him don't take got to be gone. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. An old man told me a long time ago. Do not take advice from failures and cowards. Shut your mouth, Don Tracy. I want any lip out of you. I'll ask somebody that knows you. Otherwise, keep your mouth shut. Loser. Failure. Coward. How much time? Uh, Tom, Long Beach, Indiana. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Sean, uh, just driving into Chicago with my wife. Just come up with a crazy theory. Everybody in the world is supposed to stop what they're doing. Whatever you do, stop and watch the news because you're going to see the worst thing that ever happened since Jesus was nailed to the cross. We're all supposed to stop and stop, whatever. But what's the real story today? What's the real story? It's Pfizer, Pfizer right? Yeah. We're, all, we're all supposed to forget that and think about uh, the poor beating in Memphis. That's a god-awful well, thing. That's just, that's just don't one you think thing. there's a little deflection, a little I, deflection going on right now? Like I, someone trying to cover for somebody else. I think the I, I mean, news is deflection. Now, Tom, I'm going to ask you real quick. Where are you going in Chicago, and why are you leaving the peaceful tranquility of Indiana, Long Beach in particular? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? You got some party? I don't want to bore you with details, but right, I come yeah. from a large fam, and yeah. we got uh, yeah, I know. We got a dinner date out, out west in Oak Brook. So uh, God bless you, Sean. We love everything you say. You too, brother. Now throw the gift out of the window and go back to safety in Indiana. How much time, Squirrel? Tomas, Blue Island, you got about 35 seconds, sexy. Sean Diddles, I'll say it quick. Uh, not self-aggrandizing. Uh, you busted my chops about a year and a half ago Yes. at uh, Freedom Summit. I did. About my size, I was 330. Yeah. Uh, didn't really, I'm a big guy, didn't make a big deal out of it. Uh, Dan Proft uh, recommends that low T center. Went there last week. My blood. The doctor said my blood pressure is of a 35 year old, and I'm 262. That isn't to like pat myself on the back, but it gets to what you're saying about these poor people who've been the, because they have health problems in their life, which I never have. They have they're, they're, they succumb to these scumbags. Yeah, and, and by the way, I'm going to take direct credit. 
because I heckled you yep. and shamed you into becoming the guy that you are today, the physical specimen of excellence with a low waist and a long inseam. Look at you! All because of my teasing. You're welcome, Pam. Yeah. See what I did there? I'll be back after this. I'm too fat. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. broadcast primarily in Illinois, which means that the mass amount of people that um, are subjected to it, terrestrial on the radio, are natural fascists. They continue to vote for fascism. We call them Democrats. They continue to vote for mafia. So I, I understand that. However, the beauty of this country is federalism. And federalism is very important because it allows the leadership of the states to make sure that the tyranny... Uh, from the federal government doesn't necessarily have to affect the citizens of that state. That's why there are such thriving states out there versus the Democrat ghetto sewer states run by mafia members. And that's why when we were listening to Thomas tell us about his uh, horrible circumstance, although he has a beautiful daughter now, I kept thinking in my head, all he needed was a governor with some testicle fortitude to stand up against improper fascism outrageous atrocity subjecting all of the citizens into servitude that's all he needed was one politician one illinois could have had one it doesn't illinois could have had gary rabine who in my opinion was the best the only hope and would have forever changed the trajectory to a positive side however gary rabine is still out there and he's still trying to help people he's still trying to help illinoisans gary how are you my friend I'm doing great, Sean. How are you? I'm aggravated. Boy, oh, I haven't been this aggravated since, I don't know, since uh, John Travolta could fit in a size 34 pant. That's how aggravated I am. (laughs) I'm really aggravated. But I want you to help me feel a little bit better than uh, normal. I uh, often, you know, I have the the benefit of knowing you. I call you a dear friend of mine, and you are. Um, But I know you're working tirelessly. Even though you are making the best decision for you and your family, you're still working tirelessly because you have a lot of people you love in Illinois. So why don't you let us know exactly what is going on with the Sheriff Mendrick situation and exactly how he's being attacked and undermined? Yeah, you know, Sheriff Mendrick is a, he should be looked upon as a, a local hero to Illinoisans. Here's a guy in a, in a Democratic uh, you know, area, second biggest county of Illinois, right? And he, uh, he he's he's kicking the crap out of the recidivism rate like no other no other uh, no other guy that I've ever sure. seen in charge of a, a county as a sheriff. Right? He went from eighty five eighty five percent recidivism rate to fifteen percent. Okay, how did he do that? Because he cared with compassion. He's been teaching his, the, 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 these these people in his jail trades, and then having jobs for them to get out. So they're not back in in, in 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 jail within a year like like normal, right? And again, when I met with these guys, all these all these people in this jail, a bunch of the, these gangbangers and stuff, they had smiles on their face. They were taking their tattoos off or tattooing over them because they knew they weren't going back to their communities and they knew they weren't going back to gangbanging. And what an amazing thing to see! And these people, these guys, were were so optimistic that these jobs are going to change their lives. 
and they were changing their lives. And again, so this sheriff who's, who's got all the compassion in the world, great leadership, right, doing a great job for his county, is being railroaded by a bunch of dumbasses. When, when we think about these, these these county board members thinking it's okay that that we should we should we should go with this 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 crazy attack on our Second Amendment, and 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 you got you got Sean Casson, okay? Here's a guy that w- w- he's trying to get Illinois in our country. He wants it more to, to be more like Venezuela. Why can't I pay for a flight for him and his family to go there, a home for him for a year? Brother, so live he's in that got, environment that he's he wants so old, much. He's got the old man's money. This kid never made a dollar in his miserable existence. He, his father was in on the green energy, eco-Nazi schemes, way back when they were really paying well in the, in the late 80s, early 90s. It's ridiculous money. He doesn't need your money. He wants to destroy this country because in his sick, twisted, pseudo-intellectual mind, it's his vision that needs to be implemented for government supremacy to finally work. He's got that same trust fund, butter-handed, pansy, outlook of of the of the fat slob you were going to run against pritzker and you cannot commingle with that kind of uh, of a mindset hundreds of millions of people have tried in the past and they've left wreckage just take a look at stalin and how many more people he killed than hitler and the reality is it's ironically the only difference in that philosophy was the hugo boss suit and it's a despicable example but if you can't get away from it at least you can admire those people who are still in the trenches doing the hard work like Sheriff Mendrick. It's a, it's, a, it's a tragedy that he would be attacked from a congressman, ironically, who swore to uphold the same principles in individual liberty that the sheriff did. And, and yet he's and, willing and to he cast said, it away. And, and, a, and a congressman who said nothing about Fox, right? This, this crazy Marxist uh, you know, woman that's, that's ruining our city, right? Oh, Why does he stand up against her? Right. Okay, but but also think about this. Illinois across our state need to stand up for this guy. We've got I think it's ninety now sheriffs that that are they're totally not respecting this crazy law. Right, ninety I think it is now. All right, nobody else standing because they're Republican. They're Republican counties. But one guy that's strong enough in a Democratic county to stand up is is Mendrick. And across the state, we need people to stand up for this guy, talk about him, and and show up show up to these events, show up to anything going on for for his purpose because. He's a great guy. We don't want to lose him in the Chicago market because no, I've had the pleasure of paying pay twice as much. I don't want to get him in trouble, but I've had the pleasure. I, I, I have met him. And he's a wonderful guy. And, the, and, and, and the reality is he should pivot and, you know, kind of learn that you're dealing with frauds and liars and cheats who have bastardized language and pretending that they're going to make things better, even though all they've ever done is make things worse. Maybe he should say the only weapons he's going to take away are the weapons of the Sinaloa, the new generation the gangster disciples and all other scum and wretched parts of our society that are killing innocent people and changing the lives of hundreds of thousands if not millions of illinoisans why doesn't he just do that well we we, we would this is a guy that could do anything if we're backing him up right if his, if his own county and leaders of the county are, are undermining him it's going to be tough for him so we need you need to stand f- up for him you but- face this you face this you saw what the republican party did when they had an opportunity they didn't stand up for people they didn't come to the forefront they didn't fight for principles and that's why they just try to be in the corner and wait for the crumbs that fall off the corruption pie that all seems to make them very rich that's how it looks to me is there is there anybody you, that you impressed I, you yeah. You and, I, you and I don't get it, right? We strive to be, to be first. We want to be first in everything we do, right? That's, that's the goal of an American, right? To strive to compete and be first and win. Because if you're, if you're in first, you're probably serving others more than yourself, right? Okay. But, but when we have these idiots, right, there's 25 Republicans that, that put this doggone, this, this Amendment 1 on the ballot, right? 
that, that's what that's what really it, it, it took me off path from wanting to stay and fight in Illinois yes. as much as I'd like to. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight in Illinois, but I'm probably not going to jump into anything too soon. When when we got 25 Republicans that acted like Democrats and and were happy being second as they put this Amendment 25 on the ballot, right? I mean, so again, here's and now we've got now we've got our our our, our great Governor Pritzker competing with Florida, right? And what does he do? You know, DeSantis. <laughs> He, he wasn't all for this black queer, this black queer uh, American history courses, right? And he, and he said, we're not having it. it he, he looked at it as, as, as racist and prejudiced, and it is, right? And okay, but yet here, here we've got Pritzker battling him. To, for, for, the, for the people and the jobs who are losing every day in Illinois, he, Pritzker's going to go to you know, battle with him by saying, in our, in our high schools, in our schools, we're demanding that black queer American history is, is part of our education, right? How crazy is this? This is doubling down well, on stupid and the other, like I've never seen. The other seen. thing is, it's 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 really, it's a propaganda pushback and resistance. There isn't anybody that thinks that J.B. Pritzker is serious about uh, competing with people who succeed. J.B. Pritzker isn't a success. He's a trust fund baby. J.B. Pritzker has never succeeded at anything, and the money he's made is due to family investments, not because J.B. Pritzker did something good. So J.B. Pritzker will play the angle that he has to play, the uh, virtuous tyrant, and somehow he won this last time. And the reality is that's the indication for good people in Illinois. If you can't beat this obvious failure, liar, fraud, then it's time to move on because you have a certain amount of society that is very comfortable being willful slaves to the welfare system. And and that doesn't mean that they have to be poor. There are rich corporatists that are also benefactors of the Illinois welfare system. And that's the part I think you get to really emphasize. You get to show exactly how this, these corporations have been paid $7 billion, $8 billion for O'Hare Airport, yet when I went there, the, the, the soap tray was rusted, the sinks fall off the, off the wall, because it's a fracking scam. It's a money laundering scheme. And that's the part I think really needs to be brought home with undeniable fact and undeniable proof. And that's where you, you know I think you bring a certain vision that most people don't. You succeed in business well, without that. Well, here's what, I'm, here's what I'm doing right now. I told you before, Job Creators Network was the organization that I was a plaintiff in the lawsuit against Biden on January 14th when we won against the vaccine. Right? We, 85 million working Americans did not have to take the vaccine from there on. And I believe it's a, it was a health risk. For young people, it's a health risk. And I don't care what anybody says. So, people are dying and people are getting hurt by it. So I'm, I'm happy that we won that because I know that lives were saved and actually our economy it was in better shape than, than it would have been otherwise. Our, we were messed oh, up. I want to yeah, hit that point yeah. again. I want to hit that point again because yeah. people, you know, you, yeah, yeah. you say it in a way that I, you don't take enough credit, in my opinion. You brought a case forward that fought the mandated vaccines that are the cost of forever changing the lives of what we know to be tens of millions of people in this country alone. And you fought them and you won by bringing it to high court. Now, to me, that is something that I think people need to focus on, because if you won in high court, how are we still faced with the fascism coming out of the fat one calling himself Governor Pritzker? How, 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 how is this still being implemented and, st- and people are still being intimidated? Yeah, people need to refer to this case because they, people have referred to this case and, and, and there's a lot of stuff out there. I think you probably know that the military just finally... Uh, relax their their stance, right? Yes. Finally, a young a young friend of mine in the Marines would would not would not would not quit. He would not take it. He he filed for every every type of variance he could. They 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 never got back to him, so he's still in the Marines. And he, he would he would have quit if he had to, but he didn't want to. 
Now he could be in the Marines again. And they refer to this case as well as many do. Okay, back to the back to job, job careers network. This is how we fight, in my opinion. Small business, mid-sized business, and large business who care about free markets and freedom, okay, need to fight harder than ever before against this woke ideology that we have in big corporate America. Now, I'm finding out there's actually some big corporations as I'm, as I'm, I'm leading Job Careers Network now. They, they asked me back to the board. I'm leading this national organization. I'm finding there's some multi-billion dollar companies that are sick of this stuff, that are going to fight with us, okay? But we need every small business in Illinois to, to, to understand what we're doing Job Careers Network. We filed a lawsuit against Biden's college loan bailout. One, a half a trillion dollars, and it would have been more like a trillion when it was all done. Half a trillion. We stopped it. He's appealed it to the Supreme Court. We're fighting again in the Supreme Court on the, on the 24th of February, okay? We win that. That's another huge case where we fought for, for taxpayers in America and saved a half a trillion. And we know that that's pre- if he wins that, it's precedent setting for every, every, every you know, left-wing nut job that runs for office to promise you know, freedom, you know, free, free, uh, free loans and free everything, free education. Right. Don't pay your loans. Take all the loans you want, whether you're a homeowner, whether you're in college and you want to pay it off because we're going to get we're going to we're going to pay it through the federal government. So either way, this is a big case also. And Job Careers Network, we've got we've got about 100,000 members that, that, that are paying. I've got about we got 400,000 people that are part of it that, 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 that actually pay attention to Job Careers Network. But I want every job, every every job creator, every small to large business in Illinois to know that, I, that I'm going to head this thing up in Illinois and we're gonna, and, and across the country. And we're going to grow it to be a force to be reckoned with. But we need people to stand up and be part of it and you know, pay a small annual fee and, and, and be part of winning. So we're, we're going to continue. I mean, we're, not, we're not happy being second. A couple of things I want, to, I want to cover. The case where you beat Biden with the mandate of the vaccine. Now, I know how much money you, this cost you, or I have a ballpark idea of the amount of money you, out of your own pocket, have paid. However, I want to ask a question, and I'd like you to ask your attorneys on this. Now that this case is precedent, now that this case is, is reason for victims of fascism, victims of mandates, nurses who were forced to get the vaccine by their employer and then had miscarriages, people who are having long haulers and all the rest of it that are tracing back to this vaccine. Now we have this, this real expose on Pfizer's ideology and the fact that they have been manipulating both the vaccine and there are questions about the Wuhan lab in in uh, backed by Pfizer, the research and development since 2009. Now that we have this evidence, is it time for lawyers to go back to the courts and sue Everybody, like the jerky boys, from Pfizer to the companies that first forced them to the doctors that went along with the propaganda. Isn't it time to bring them all to their knees? Because I don't like that they're flying around in private jets to Davos. I don't like it. So do you think it's time to talk to your attorneys and and let's open up a can of whoop ass? Absolutely, it's time. Absolutely, we there, there's so much evidence against the against the the, the, the fact that, that we're killing people with this thing. I mean, when when we look at look at the the uh, um, when we're talking about pregnancy, right? We, we've got uh, it, w- it was 10 percent on average, right? Miscarriages for pregnant women, 10 percent over the last like 20 years. A little less than 10 percent was the average miscarriage of a pregnant pregnant woman. Okay, mm-hmm. it's up to 40 percent from anybody that's been vaccinated. Okay, 40 percent, four times the amount it was. So so think of the life lost and the great minds lost of our future because we're killing babies in the womb. Right. How stupid are we not to not to be talking about that 
every chance we get. We are talking about Gary, and we're going to continue to talk about it, and I'm going to continue to name names because I want every one of them in one room with a bologna sandwich on the table, and I want every one of them to watch me eat while they sit there waiting for crumbs. In the meantime, where can the people go to support you? You know what? Just uh, look up JobCreatorsNetwork.com, JobCreatorsNetwork. I'm going to actually I, – I heard your, your ad for the food for the poor thing. I'm going to, I'm going to do – I'm going to do some donation of food to the poor. I'm going to get on, I'm going to get some ads out on your show coming up in the next couple of weeks right. for Job Creators Network because yeah. I need I need thousands of business leaders to, to understand what's going on and how to fight because what we have right now we have too many that are afraid and it's strength in numbers as you know, Sean. When you're all by yourself, it's hard it's hard to stand up against the woke world, right? Yeah, but, but there's when strength you got thousands in character. Up, it's easier. And there's strength Absolutely. in character, and now we all know each other, and that's why I'm proud Absolutely. to call you a friend of mine. Thank you, Gary, for coming on the show. Thank you. John, thank you. I'm proud to be your friend as well. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Nice. The, good, the only good thing about being in the sewer is I do like the little uh, little facility that I have here. It'll relieve a little steam. And I got the heavy bag at home. Love that. James and Schomburg. Hey, Sean, I want to thank you. Thank you, brother, for having Gary on. Because oh, Gary, Gary's shining the light on, on that wonderful man. I mean, I, I don't even want to compare it because... You know, he'd, he'd have been the Ron DeSantis of Illinois, but he wouldn't have been a copycat. He'd have been his own man. Oh, yeah. I did everything I could during the primary to help him because I knew about the Job Creators Network. I knew what kind of man he was. And he's doing this not like he has his own skin in the game. He does. He does. But what it, he did yeah. to save people from those vaccinations and, and actually did it, did something successful. And then when you know when Gilbert Pyle won the primary, I was sick to my stomach. This country, they're, 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 this country's got a problem. They think the only people that can solve the 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 problems are the ones who've worked their way up in the system. That is the problem. They're wrong. You want to fix things, you take it from guys who have done things in their life in spite of government, not within government. I'm going to tell you that's the only way you could change this because the greatest threat that Donald Trump posed. Number one was he bribed them all and knew that they were whores, number one. But the, the real thing is he wanted to solve the problems. That's not where the butter is bread. I mean, or where the, the bread is buttered in government. Their butter is bread on, on failing so that they get more power and more money. They don't like problems solved. It's not in their best interest. Their best interest is to have these problems, which is why they work hand in glove with corrupt corporations, whether it be big pharma, the military industrial complex, the banking fraud system we have. They like the problems. They don't want them solved. And they are going to work hard to keep out problem solvers. And that's what you saw here in Illinois with Gary Rabine. And that's why Ron DeSantis is, a, is an anomaly, because he, he kind of came up in government and the beauty of him is he knows it sucks, and he wants to, to, to break the machine. So I think it's, a, it's optimism, James, but I'd feel much better if you were calling me from Orlando or from Fort Myers or from anywhere but Chamber. I'm working on it, brother. I'm working on it. I'll see you soon. Thank you very much, brother, for calling. Uh, Daniel, Salem, Wisconsin. Hey, Sean. Yes, Daniel. You know, I moved out of Chicago in 81. Yeah. I came up to Wisconsin and I made my own business. You know, you know, 
You know, the only way you can live in Chicago is if you got bear spray now. Well, yeah, I don't know about bear spray, maybe a taser, but you certainly need a weapon. I think that's a. I think that's the, the the thing that we all have to admit to. If you're going to live in a place that's dangerous, you have the unalienable right to protect yourself. William in Wilmette, thank you for holding, William. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good. How are you? Listen, good. You know, Sean, I was uh, listening to Naomi Wolf the other day, and I know you've had her on the show. I, I was listening, and this thing with uh, the young people. Not only are women having trouble um, carrying babies full term, uh, young men are being sterilized. Yeah, it does. I mean, this is. Go ahead. It it does explain so much, William. And as you hear the admission of this particular so-called executive, you realize this isn't just the tip of the iceberg. This is what they have been working on. It has never made sense to me. You can find the article yourself. It's in Science Magazine, mm-hmm. I believe, of of the Wuhan Research and Development Lab. Why would you go to Wuhan? Why? And the answer is for the same reason manufacturers go there, because you avoid the scrutiny of the government. That's why they did and, it. And also, yeah, and also think about this, Sean. You have this nonsense going on. Everybody's getting a pass. Corzine got it when he took when he took down MF Global, right? Yep. He got a pass. Okay, all the, you know, I used to be on the floor and I've been upstairs for a long time. They got a pass. They got a nobody promotion, William. They got a promotion, yeah. brother. That's the other yeah, thing. Yeah, and so nobody believed that would happen, right? Mm. All these guys on the floor, but he got a pass. This guy FTX, two hundred and fifty million dollar bond. He'd rather not say where that money came from. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. worried that he's going to get an Epstein rather than a promotion. William, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the news break, brother. But I appreciate it. You know that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very okay. much. Oh, damn it! I didn't mean it. I, we'll be back. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM five sixty. The answer. AM five sixty. The answer. Sympathizers, scum, YouTube, scum, Google, scum. They just took down Project Veritas. They just took it down. What was it over eight hundred thousand or over a million views? And they took it down because they cannot afford to have this scheme disrupted because they're in on it. Uh, what was the uh, Pentagon contract for the servers with Google? Oh, it was big. And the founders of Google, why do I remember one of them being Russian, from Russian descent, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, they might have taken it down. I still have the tape. The tape of a high-ranking Pfizer executive, side said, a little sugar in the tank, on a date, exposing the scheme that is Big Pharma. So the way that we're thinking about it, don't tell anyone this. Really. You got to publish on time. You got to publish on time. Okay, bro. So, um, by the way, I, I I thought that the gay dating would be a little bit more adventurous than this. I didn't realize it would sound like Valley Girls. Did you? I didn't know. What do I know? Thankfully, I don't know. 
<laughs> the way it would work is like we put them in the virus in these monkeys. Okay. And then we successively like cause them to keep infecting each other. And we collect serial samples from them and then the ones that are more infectious, like the virus, we'll put them in another monkey and just constantly actively mutate it. That's one way. Okay. Or you can even do like directed like simulation, which like we turn off for a And then you just sample what the different like um like uh, proteins on the surface of the virus look like over time. Okay. So then you can see the mutation, then you can kind of force it to That's called a bioweapon. You're working on a bioweapon. That's what you're doing. Oh, okay. you have to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like you know goes everywhere. Something crazy. So this broke what seventy two hours ago, and they have successfully stifled the information. In fact, I have it right here, Communist National News, right here, and they just keep running the Memphis beating. Over and over and over on a loop. And this is a terrible tragedy. Absolutely. And they should clearly give this poor murder victim's family a tremendous amount of money. And then they should take these five officers and uh, release them in the Pfizer headquarters and then send them to jail. I'm all for that. But in the meantime, there's a scandal afoot. Scandal. The virus started and moved on. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. COVID virus experimentation on live. Yeah, but I'm more interested in all the buildup to it. Another question for you: The NIH continues to refuse to voluntarily divulge the names of scientists who receive royalties and from which companies. Over the period of time from 2010 to 2016. 27,000 royalty payments were paid to 1,800 NIH employees. Was it to turn a blind eye or for services rendered? Because the Pfizer Research and Development Lab was opened in 2009 in Wuhan, China. I think that was around the same time they were bribing the whore connoisseur and crack connoisseur, Hunter Biden, you know, for services rendered to the now president who is controlling the government that is using its asset of Google and Facebook and the rest of it to redact the fact and the unequivocal prima facie evidence of absolute and total corruption of the most successful bioweapon released on mankind. You rat bastards. Well, the good news is you're not fooling anybody. And you really just did it for money, which makes you a street whore, which is what you are. Can you tell me that you have not received a royalty from any entity that you ever oversaw the distribution of money in research grants? You know, pickle face Fauci, something tells me by the look of you, you're not the first whore in your family. You just are the highest paid one, pickle face. Um, Well, first of all, let's talk about royalties. That's the question. No, that's the question. Have you ever overseen, have you ever received a royalty payment from a company that you later... You know, when we do arrest this low-life piece of garbage, I want them to put him in that iron mask for the rest of his life. You remember that one with, with Leonardo DiCaprio? Let's put him in the mask, like the Count of Monte Cristo. You'll be the Count of No Cristo, scumbag, pickle face. Plus, it'll be very uncomfortable with that thing you call a nose shoved into an iron mask. That would make me happy. Oversaw money going to that company. You know, I don't know as a fact, but I doubt it. I well, be happy. well, here's the... <laughs> I doubt it. Well, have you checked your, uh, your 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 balance? You rat whore. You for sale whore. Now here's some money. Eat a banana and drop off a fruit salad whore. 
Do it. Like a Chicago alderman. Do it. Scum. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing? I'm aggravated. And, you know, I tend to lean on the word scum when I really want to say all kinds of real words that I'd use in a neighborhood. But I'm working on it. Go ahead. What I, wanna, what I originally wanted to talk about was this Pelosi uh, video. But after listening to uh, your caller, uh, Thomas, and his wife, what happened to them, I just want to say I feel sorry for him. And in the future, I hope they can have more children. And, uh, they had a little girl. I'm say a prayer prayer that they do or oh, they did they had a little but girl God bless them. and uh and so, you know what because you will say, say a prayer because you're a wonderful person i happen to know that uh the son's names are isaiah and jason let's not forget that okay. thank you very much brother thank you all right all right that's a good man right there good man lloyd gary indiana hey sean how you doing tonight good lloyd how are you all right. Hey, I wonder if you can remind me. I kind of forgot. Who is it that said if this country is ever overthrown, it'll come from within? <laughs> uh, I think it was me. No, uh, wasn't it originally Jefferson? Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you very much. I like the history lesson. And here, I got one right, which is a lot more than any of the judges in the, in the, in the Biden is nominating to sit on the high courts around, around the lands. These stupid idiots that they are. Thank you very much. Do we have that there? Did I erase that? I might have erased that with the judges. It was such an atrocity. By the way, Trump released the tape today. We should play this or some of it. Under Joe Biden, the world has become vastly more dangerous. And there is no greater danger than the deadly menace of nuclear weapons and hypersonic missiles. Hypersonic missiles move at many times the speed of sound and six times faster than current missiles. Armed with nuclear weapons... They could annihilate entire cities and even countries within minutes. And we cannot let this happen. If you take a look right now, the nuclear word is being mentioned all the time. This is a word that you're not allowed to use. It was never used during the Trump administration, but now other countries are using that word against us because they have no respect for our leadership. Well, and that's the thing, Don. You were a man. You were a man that if you had a beef... You'd have got rootin' tootin' Putin in a room. They hashed it out. We have a coward, a corrupt coward, who needs the people distracted. And he doesn't care about who gets harmed. He was integral in the releasing of the greatest bioweapon ever released on mankind. Some call it COVID. I call it Pfizer's gift that keeps on giving. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Fantastic Friday. Let's let this breathe a little bit. Who sings this? Rachel Levine? No doubt. No doubt it's Rachel Levine. Really? Are you sure? Because Rachel Levine thinks she's just a girl. He's just a girl. But he's not. It's a man, baby! I know it is! Throughout my career, I have focused on the intersection between medical, medical. mental... And- Let's take health advice from Dr. Rachel Levine. A man! A portly man. Dressed in a skirt. Pretending to be a woman and an admiral. What do you think about Pfizer's pandemic? Worked out for you, didn't it, dummy? Whole nation is pretending you're, I guess, an admiral. Uh-huh. David Lansing, you could ruin this show. 
Hey, Sean. Uh, I would like to debate with the uh, QAnon and the pot smokocrats, I call them. They why both we, agree. Why don't we just call them Blue Anon and get it over with? What do you think? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I like yeah. it. See? Um, they both agree that this guy in the bar was a plant. He was an actor, but I have a response for them. Then why did he risk getting arrested and break that iPad? Oh, I like how he's a great he got, actor. He got very emotional with the iPad. I got some of that too. Very. He got very, very, very emotional. Can I talk to you, please, about this video? Okay. So there's one, two, three, four, five. White. Why would you bring race into this? Well, because that's the way you have to distract from the fact that he confessed to being part of the greatest biological weapon ever released on mankind. So let's go with the race card. After all. It's brought you this far. We're, 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 I'm a journalist. Bro, first of all, I'm literally a liar. He's, he's <laughs> first of all, I'm really a liar. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I believe you, Bill. I don't think you were anywhere near Project Veritas guy. No question about it. On video, Whoa. you're saying we're exploring how Hi. the virus keeps um, mutating. Yes, One of the things we're exploring right is, why don't we mutate the virus? Are you listening to the voice? It's a man, baby. No, I don't think it is. I think he's got a much better argument than, say, Rachel Levine. Throughout my career, I have focused on the intersection between medical... Yeah, that's, that's a man. But this... What uh, is this? Please do. Please do call the police. Please do call the police. Please do. <laughs> the girl is the voice of reason. It's insanity. How much time do I got, babe? But monkeys? This is unethical, to say the least. And Walker describes those experiments as if they are ongoing and not simply a hypothetical discussion. And what did Pfizer say as a rebuttal? Well, they called Google and said, please take out the video and we'll give you more money for advertising and whatnot. ABC News Nightline, brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight, brought to you by Pfizer. All right, let's end on a high note. Number one, it's Friday. You're an American. Paul, real quick, you got 10 seconds. You have convinced me to move the hell out of Illinois. Hey, winner, and winner, I'm chicken going, dinner. Don't be. Mad. I am going to move to Florida, and I'm wondering: A, are you allergic to cats? B, how <laughs> many bedrooms? Do you have? I I am allergic to cats. They're not allowed in my building. I'm one of those condominium guys now, and I'll tell you what: I'll never go back. In the mean, I mean, to condominiums. I'm getting out of here. I think Sunday morning at the latest. In the meantime. Remember to be proud of yourself because, number one, you're not a Democrat. You're not stupid enough or corrupt enough. Number two, you're an American. We've been on the ropes before. We always come out ahead because we have principles. We have dignity. We have character. Now, have a wonderful Friday. And in the meantime, let's take advantage that we are Americans. Roll it, squirrel. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight Oh, the rest.
And remember, once we get through American Dark Ages, history will vindicate all Americans and American principles. I'll be back Monday. Have a good weekend. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.